Hello, dear listener. I have something truly special to share. It's an exclusive invitation to join me in Mexico for an intimate and luxurious three-day retreat along the beautiful Pacific coast of Zihuatanejo, taking place the weekend of the spring equinox, March 18th through the 20th. There's also an optional day to stay through the 21st for some special ceremonies that are happening in the area for the equinox. But the retreat itself is the 18th through the 20th, really an opportunity not to be missed. And I'm offering one lucky listener a discounted ticket. On this weekend that I've, I've just been loving into being actually for several years now as COVID and you know everything, but when we conceived of building this place, our home down here it's really what we envisioned, you know, bringing people down here for retreats, for trainings, because we felt and we knew that this space was special. And as people keep coming down and we keep getting the feedback, how magical it is, we want to share it in a really intentional way. You know, be working with the four elements, earth, air, fire, water, the metaphors of the season will set sight on a new vision for our mothering journey and creating a deeper connection to self and mother nature. So to win a discounted ticket, rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram at Dr. Gertrude Lyons. And remember, the most important thing to mother is yourself. Give yourself permission to take a retreat this year. Besides, who said mothers can't go on a spring break? I'll see you there. Hello, and welcome to Rewrite the Mother Code. I'm Dr. Gertrude Lyons, a professional life coach, exploring, demystifying, and democratizing the maternal power that lives in all women. The experience of mothering may not necessarily mean what you think it means. I believe that mothering is a vehicle for transformation, whether or not we have children. And together, we can start a new conversation around modern motherhood. On this show, we will redefine what it means to mother and untap the powerful feminine within you. Are you ready to rewrite the mother code? This is a Soul Fire production. Hi, and welcome to episode seven of the Rewrite the Mother Code podcast. This is another Let's Prepare for the Holidays podcast. So you may have listened to episode six last week where we dug into what it could look like over the holiday season if we allowed ourselves full access to our emotions and having our emotions and allowing those to be our nourishment rather than our soft addictions this holiday season. Um, We dug into how our emotions are really what give us our nourishment and really meet our deeper hungers, but they also give us clarity on how we make decisions. So you don't have to listen to that one, but... It it could be uh, some really good awareness as we delve into this episode and you'll see why. Uh, Because in this episode, we're going to get, we're actually going to, I don't know, get a little more practical and look at possibilities for both traditional and out of the box type holiday adventures this, this year. Okay. So it will stir up emotions and it's really good to know and have access to what those are so we can make some decisions this year. Okay, so in this episode post, it'll be a couple days, right around, I think, a couple days before Thanksgiving, and we'll be officially launched into the season. So one thing we can say for sure is that this will be a memorable one. And fingers crossed, from what we're hearing, 
uh, with the the vaccine that is sounding pretty imminent that by the, this time next year, we could be having, uh, we could be a, in a back to normal holiday season and winter. So obviously that's what we're all hoping for. And it's what the predictions are telling us. So that got me thinking, if we only have one pandemic holiday season, again, fingers crossed, and hopefully that is the case, how do I want it to be? And do I want to get as close to the traditions we usually do as a family? Or do I want to throw it all out the window up in the air and start from scratch and do something completely different? And just as I speak about either of these options, I'm noticing the emotions of both fear and excitement. See, the fear comes because my brain really doesn't like change. It is wired to keep me safe. And the one way it does that is to do the things I'm used to doing and do them the same way. And don't veer from that because it's a path that's known to my brain and that my brain believes keeps me safe and happy. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with traditions and bringing those in. We just want to shed some light onto what other factors that surround traditions are, because when we think about veering from the norm, and that's going to stir up a lot for all of us and families this season is not getting together the same way or having conversations about not getting together together the same way um, is going to evoke a lot of feelings. So we want to embrace that more than resist it because resistance will not allow for possibilities. It won't allow for spontaneity or new thinking. And we're really going to need that in order to, you know, not just survive or get through and, and be in chronic victimhood this holiday season. We're going to need to maybe give our brain a little pep talk ahead of time and say, hey, you know, things are not the same and we're going to have to work together here to think about some different possibilities. And that's true in life. Obviously, one of the things I love about the holidays is it brings to focus, you know, our whole year and our and how we can live our life all the time. But it's this focus period of time that, you know, really allows us to look at it through a specific lens. Well, let's look at both possibilities of, um, of what it will look like, you know, to do it as close to normal as we can, and then also look at some possibilities of, of how it could look different. And I'm going to use myself and thinking about my holidays as an example, and hopefully that'll spur some thinking for you. So I'm, I'm kind of considering, I mean, Thanksgiving's right around the corner, um, as, you know, a practice ground, a foreplay, if you want to call it, into the big season that falls in December. And I grew up in a Catholic tradition, Christian tradition, which celebrates, you know, the birth of Jesus as an aspect and, and Santa Claus, Father Christmas and that whole, that whole avenue. Um, and while you may not do those things or, you know, have those traditions specifically, is what how I'm going to talk about it, but I invite you to apply the thinking that and and hear more of the thinking and, and what I'm talking about than necessarily what the actual uh, things I'm doing and playing with are. So I don't want that to be a barrier, in other words. Okay, so first example, I'm going to give a couple. I love accentuating the quality of beauty at the holiday season, um, especially light. Um, but also, you know, in my tradition, the the decor and bringing in, I mean, I have like 
20 some bins of decorations and, and we put lights up outside our home. And I, I think, first of all, thinking about just that, right? This is a season that in some way or another, almost every tradition, religious or cultural brings in light. And that makes sense, right? This is the darkest time of the year. We have the shortest days, well, at least in our hemisphere. Um, we have the shortest days and it's in ancient history. It was scary. You know, is as it got darker and darker, is it going to get light again? So celebrated light and beauty. Um, and I really want to look at even to start with, with whatever I do with that as and feel it differently this year and really feel the light and beauty as medicine. And no, I don't think it'll prevent the coronavirus or, you know, be the vaccine. It can certainly be medicine to our spirit and medicine to how we feel this holiday season and bringing as might as much light and beauty and beauty that is so powerful. Um, we really underestimate it. It's not just a bunch of, you know, stuff around. Hi, I'm so excited to share with you my 2024 Spring Equinox Self-Mothering Retreat that's happening this March, 2024. And I would love for you not only to consider it, but to attend. But in considering it, hey, just knowing that you would be leaving cold weather if that's the space that you're in and coming down to just magnificently beautiful, warm, nourishing place of Zihuatanejo, Mexico, Zihuatanejo, meaning land of the goddess women, and coming to really take time for yourself, okay? And that I am learning more and more isn't just a nice thing to do or something extravagant or something selfish. It's essential. And I really want you to take it seriously to consider, you know, just think about what would it take for me to go? It's a five and a half day retreat getting from where you are, getting there, landing there, and then being in a space that is all about you. It's all about nourishing you. It's all about tuning into you, using everything around us, the nature, the food, the beautiful people, the rituals, ceremonies. I bring it, you know, we really bring it. And we go deeper and deeper as the days go on and we release, we let go, we bring in what is nourishing, what is empowering, what is that space of just really divine feminine energy. And we do it in the community of women. It's not for everyone, I will be honest. You know, if the idea of leaving and not making it work or it's just too hard, not for you. If the idea of, you know, spending that amount of time inwardly focused and going to that level of self-awareness doesn't sound like something you're willing to do or put the time and energy into, then it's not for you. And it's good to know that, right? So this is for people who are serious about what it means to mother themselves, what it means to take time for ourselves and that gift and what that gift can bring to us. It was originally right after my fall retreat, it filled right up. But now some people, it turns out, are not able to come. So I do have a handful of openings. And if you're listening to this and you're willing to take that step, please reach out to me. We can do a discovery call or you can put a deposit down. I would love that. And you can do that by going to my website, www.drgertrudelyons.com. 
go to events and there you go it'll all be there there's a beautiful page there for you to explore i look forward to hearing from you and then seeing you on my spring retreat something i intend to do differently is to you know, go above and beyond what I normally do, not hold back because, oh, well, I'm not going to have some of the traditional things like people over to my house. We usually have a holiday open house and have lots of people in. Um, That's not going to happen. So now I have to just think about doing that for me and for our family um, and to really take in the beauty of it and, and then look for ways to share it. Right. So I might not be sharing it through an in-person open house, but maybe I can share it by having a lot more phone calls or Zoom calls and take people on a tour of some of some of our um, our decor or have little mini open houses. You know, maybe we can have instead of one big one, several small ones, you know, that keeps that tradition. And then something totally different and out of the box that I was thinking about was, well, what if we help some others who can't necessarily afford to bring in light and beauty into their home um, and support them in having it, whether they can't afford it or, you know, the circumstances are such that they can't have it. And, you know, it really got me thinking like, you know, how are hospitals going to handle this and how are the places and people that are really in need of light and beauty in this season and how can I help bring it to it? So that's got me thinking I'm going to talk to my family now about how we can really support that effort. Another example that I want to share is we have, well, my husband and I, and then, and then our children, but we have seen the play, uh, the Charles Dickens play, A Christmas Carol, every year for, I think, about 25 years. And I think all but a couple of those have been at the Goodman Theater in Chicago. And sometimes, even along the way, I felt like, why do we do this every year? We should see different things. But it's such a classic, beautiful story. I'm inspired. I cry every year. And of course, one way I know to keep that tradition is you know, we can watch uh, movie versions of it. And I don't think there's anything like the in-person version, but, uh, and it really breaks my heart. So one, to be with the feelings of us not seeing it and allow those feelings to be there and not just brush over those. Because I'm feeling them as I'm talking about it now and just the, the loss of that. And that's just a play that we see, but it's something that brings inspiration again into my holiday season and into my year. Um, and maybe they're going to do, I don't know, I haven't explored, maybe they're going to do a webcast version. Maybe there's, you know, some ways they're doing it differently that I could look into. But I also started thinking in this realm, as far as out of the box thinking was, well, what if we... What if we acted it out ourselves as a family? This is something super uncomfortable to think about where we're not theater people. Um, so the thought of, you know, taking on some of the roles and, and playing with it and, and who knows, like getting, you know, costumes and whatnot just to, to put ourselves on the stage and do it. But if we don't want to go to that extreme, maybe we can do readings from the script and act out moments of it and take on the different characters and inhabit that character. And what would that feel like and look like? And then I was thinking, even if we don't you know, go to that more playful, what if we used it for ourselves in some of our holiday thinking and planning for the new year and, and looking and did our own, inven- our own Scrooge inventory? You know, how have I been living my life in the past? And it fits totally with rewrite the mother code, right? Like what has, 
what has been wired in and what are the wounds from my past that have me doing this, my current traditions, the way I do them. And how is that impacting me? And whether it's, you know, not just related to Christmas, but in my life and where am I living like Scrooge in some ways and that need to have some rewriting and some looking at, and I can rewrite this script and, you know, what's happening in the present and really being with that. And what would be my future if I kept going and the same trajectory of some of the things that aren't healthy and aren't serving me and where will those lead me versus a change of heart. And, you know, this is where transformation comes into play and how I can choose a new one decision. I could see my life in a whole different light. I could see those around me totally differently. Like if you know the story at all, you know, before he has his transformation, people come to him asking for a donation and he just has a rant about that and his thoughts and his, his feelings and reactions. And, you know, they're not, they're not positive. They're not at all good. Um, but then he has his transformation and he can't wait to give of himself and he knows the abundant resources that he has. And he starts sharing them and sharing his abundance and sharing his resources and what a beautiful, beautiful thing is that. So I'm seeing this as a way we can both be in our holiday and prepare for it through the lens of it. So, you know, not just, and I, as I am speaking about this, I'm realizing, you know, we go and we get inspired and I don't know that we've ever taken that much action, you know, out of it, other than the good feeling and, and the awareness that it brings, you know, and knowing that both things are possible from his story, that I can wake up one morning and choose to see the world differently. I can choose to live it differently. And I also, you know, know from my experience as a coach that sometimes those choices, I might make that choice in the moment, but then it's choice after choice after choice. And I may need support in doing that. I may need to you know, bring in the support of family and friends about new ways of being that I want to be. I may want to get a coach and do coaching or, you know, step into that arena in a way that I haven't before, knowing that I may need support to continuously take actions in this new direction. But I think, you know, thinking about that story and his story uh, in all ways as we look at our holiday coming up and hopefully these couple examples that I gave give you some insight into, and I, I'm thinking about my holiday totally different and I'm hoping you are, and that we don't have to see, you know, the aspects of this holiday as just a negative and what we're, you know, the lacking that we're going to have and, and where there is lacking maybe in gatherings and some traditions to fully feel those feelings, but then at the same time, look at what is possible. And, you know, we know that just in general, it's going to be a memorable holiday, but how can we be the authors of that memory? You know, how can we be the Charles Dickens of our, of our holiday this year and really write it and take ownership of it in a way we never maybe have before and, you know, step out of doing the, the what's safe for our brain and step into feeding the brain new possibilities, uh, shaking it up a bit and, you know, choosing some things that, that make me uncomfortable because one, I think they might serve others, but two, I know that that is in general, a healthy way of living in a way I want to look at and step into my year ahead 
And that's, you know, what we would want to do with this. And if with the positives that come out of it, say, oh, I don't just have to do this because there's a pandemic. I could do this all the time and in my life. And let's look at our lives that way. And I'll be, you know, so interested for myself to see what manifests out of this and maybe even do an episode post-holiday posting on this. So look out for that because now that I said it out loud, um, I think I may have to do that and see and and I'll speak to you all about what worked, what didn't work um, and how I want to carry that into the new year. So there's an invitation. I know I'll be with you in other ways through the holiday, but uh, my heart and prayers go out to all of you this holiday season. Blessings. Thank you so much for listening to the show. If you love this episode, please be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that you can stay on the journey and continue to hear more about rewriting your mother code.